Thank you for listening to this program. John the Apostle, he wrote uh, in a couple of little letters and then 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. But in the first one, he says this here. And I wanted to read something out of Hebrews uh, as well. But he says, if you abide in him and the love of God and knowing him, and he's talking to believers, my children, these things, I'm saying to you, don't sin, but if you do, then true repentance, and then you're forgiven. But he says down here, if you say you abide in him and you love him, then you ought to walk like he did, and that simply means love like he did. Like Paul says in the letter to the Corinthians, it, it, it is all about love. It really is, and it's because that's him. And, you know, I, was, I asked myself, the question, uh, what is the New Testament? And I want to say, well, it's Matthew through <laughs> Revelation. But no, the New Testament, what, what really is that? What's the Old Testament? And it says here, the new covenant that I make with them will be when I put my spirit into them. And that's the New Testament, the New Covenant. And the Old Covenant was the power of the Spirit with them, but the New Covenant is when He's in you. So it's really seems to be this, but it's all the difference in the world. So he says here, talking about the blood of bulls and goats, that's under the old way. And simply put, the life of an animal is important. Solomon said they have a spirit, soul, and body just like we do. It's different, yeah, but they still have it. And when their life is taken, the lambs in the garden, ask Adam and Eve what that meant. They'd say, those lambs gave their life and their blood, their skins covered us for a year, whatever, you know what I'm saying, and it was temporary. And he's saying here in Hebrews, uh, verse uh, chapter 9, the first covenant is the old. The new covenant is when he lives in you. So how much more the blood of the animals covered the sin of man before because the life is in the blood and their life does count for something or it wouldn't cover sin. But to forgive sin and take it away, which really is the sinner, the nature, the nature we have to sin, it's not the bottle or the gun or the money. It's the, the heart of the person. But anyway, uh, if the blood of animals and goats covered sins, how much more, this is verse 14 of Hebrews uh, chapter 9, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who offered himself without spot to God, how much more shall the blood of Christ purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And this is the reason he mediated or gave the New Testament is then the New Testament is him living in us. Uh, and this is the, here it is in 16, 10, 16. This is the covenant that I will make with them. In those days, I'll put my law into their hearts. That's where Jeremiah said, same prophecy. I will put my spirit into them, a new heart and a new spirit. And it is a mystery, as it were. But then on the other hand, 
it's like two identical twins. What's the difference? Well, one has resentment and the other one doesn't. <laughs> so you're either one or the other. And when in the way of the spiritual idea of love of Christ, that's why it says if you, John said, if you abide in him, don't say you do and then don't walk like, don't love like he did, which is unconditional. And I know for a long time I didn't think that was possible, not for me. And, uh, but, but it is. And I wanted to say and show here what I think the writer of Hebrews is saying uh, because it does say purge your conscience. So what is that? What purge? Well, I think of it. So you say, what What does purge mean to you on the street? Somebody stop you. Well, I don't know, a juice purge or a herbal purge or something. You get out all the impurities out of your system. Well, what about your spirit? If you cleanse it from all filthiness, it says, and, and what's not right, uh, you purge it. Well, you get uh, the word. Uh, actually, it's one of the. Greek words that works its way into English, it's spelled with a K, but it's cath catheter, uh, to catherizo or something. Uh, and ek is put in there, thoroughly get it out. I mean, cleanse it out. And that that's the word, and that's what it means. So he's talking to believers. He is our high priest. And in the old way, the blood of animals covered our sin. Now the blood of Christ forgives our sin, and that should is what this means. That should purge your conscience. And conscience is simply your moral compass, what you know is right and wrong. And as God, the Spirit, you know, it's all about love is what it is. I can, you can prove it almost in every passage, and it's implied in every one. But most of them he's saying and talking, like Timothy over here, he, he uses that same word, talking to Timothy. He said, um, if you uh, study to show yourself, uh, if a man therefore purge himself from these, he'll be a vessel unto honor and good for the master's use. But in a house there's vessels of gold and wood, some to honor, some to dishonor. But if you purge yourself from dishonorable things, not necessarily the people, but the things, then you have you become of gold. You you become him, the new creature. If you purge yourself from what's not the new creature, to purge anything from anything is like uh, without spot or blemish. Uh, well, you purge yourself of all black ink in your little white suit. Well, there can't be one little speck the size of a pinpoint on the inside of the cuff that nobody can see. That's not that you have to purge that out. That's the meaning of purge is completely get it out completely. And so he's telling Timothy, you know, my doctrine, it's love, faith, love, patience, long suffering. And you fully know it that in the Greek, that means two words. It means you do it and you know it. That's why I'm leaving you there in Ephesus to, because they can't say you don't do it. You do, and you know the doctrine. So don't let them get off on other things because then they'll, like the Lord said, set aside the love of God and focus on everything but that. And that's so easy to do. 
But here he's saying, you know my doctrine, and he left him there to stand for that. So all these people he's talking about being enemies of Timothy and coming to him and, and fables and questions, they're not lost, but they won't, they're, they don't want to hear, and it's hard to admit that I will, though. I'd, I'd, all honesty, I didn't want to hear or I would have. And it's like the old preacher said, I can tell you why you don't give up your sin, because you don't want to. And, oh, that's hard to take. But but I, if it's not true, I don't know. The more you think about it, it gets so true. It's uh, but, but how much more the blood of Christ than the animals? So the way I try to understand it, you take a little animal like a lamb, and you, sh- you know it would have happened. And the little kids, oh, no, and you're going to take it. And, well, we have to take a lamb, and that's little Freddy there. That's it. And... Uh, well, they would bawl their eyes out, and, and you're taking, and it would mean something to them. They say, "Well, his blood covers our sin from God for, well, but that little lamb, and Adam and Eve, they'd say, tell me about it.' They saw it in the garden, and the Lord Himself had to do it. So the the the, the sacrifice and the lamb that's given. That, and he, that, the writer of Hebrews is saying, how much more the blood of Christ? He's not a lamb. He's, look at him. He's on the cross, his blood being given to you, uh, for you. And he was without spot or blemish. And he was made sin because of his love for us. He wanted to do it. Not in a way of, oh, it'll be enjoyable. It, no, but it's the will of the Father. I I want so you purge your conscience, you get out all that's not him in you as the new creature, and then dead works is understood in that way, like Paul said in Corinthians there again, without love, your works are dead. You can speak in tongues, you can do miracles. He said it. I didn't. I mean this he said that outright and the Lord said it. There's dead works. If that's dividing the, the the heart and the soul is in the Lord saying, I can see why you did it. It's not the work. It's the two works are exactly alike. But one, your heart was right, and one, the other time it wasn't. And so you purge your moral conscience from the natural man can't understand the things of God, a believer. If you want to look at it naturally, you won't. And we're unfortunately taught that uh, sort of, is no, come on, you can do it. You got to choose God, and now that you've chose Him, He can come into your heart. I, to me, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, that couldn't be more wrong because of what He said. I know it might seem like that, but there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of it is is not right. So purge your conscience, and what I believe it's saying is, the blood of animals, as it were, if you were, would get to you. And it should. The life of an animal, look at that. He could have lived 10 more years and he had to give his life for us. Just a little lamb getting started. Well, that's him. And he did that. But if you're looking at the blood of Christ hanging, him being crucified and the blood, and, and then you look at the lamb, if the lamb gets to you, he's saying, how much more would it get to to see and shall the blood of Christ purge your conscience, get your moral compass straightened out. And that's not keep a bunch of rules. 
and I, I, I can prove this to myself anyway and, and to anybody, is that it all comes, like James said, you love each other like he said, like love each other like I love you. You've kept the law. There's nothing under the law you'll be breaking. It's just the way it, it is. And you won't lie, steal, rob, or, or, or be an enemy of anybody that you love with all your heart. So if we love him and if we don't, then we need to purge and and get out of our moral compass what would seem right unto us well it seems to show north well i've had compasses that or you can be out in certain ground um, minerals and or and and it'll be off it'll it'll you can't go by what it says you've got to be in the right context to use it so that's what he's saying get rid of your own moral compass and don't think and which i did for so long is well you know, I, I forgive mostly everybody, but maybe one or two, I can't. That's like the Corey Ten Boom story. She saw the guard, the German guard in line coming up to shake her hand after a talk she gave, and she instantly realized, I, I'm, I, I can't forgive that man. And he come up there, and the first words out of his mouth uh, was not, uh, oh, what a great speech, uh, Corey, that was great. And no, she said the first words out of his mouth, I want to ask you to forgive me for what I did to you and your family and all. And she said, I knew I couldn't, but she said, I put out my hand. And as I said the words, I forgive you, I realized the power of the new, the creature, the, the new, the spirit of God in me said that, and it was me. And she said, what I got out of was, she said, I, that was when I began to realize and purge my conscience, my more, and get it straight. I thought I was doing good until, so that's dead works if you know, and that's why it says if you willfully sin. That that doesn't mean if you just sin at all, because Paul said I can be humbled and sin. Yeah, but willful sin is, I believe, and looking at it, oh, I'm about out of time here, but, but the willful sin is, when you do it and you know you're going to do it and you say, well, I can't help it, but Lord, forgive me anyway. And 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 kind of don't do it on purpose, but you don't not do it on purpose. Or, or, or I mean, you but you I don't know how you want to put it. You know what I'm talking about. We all do. And and that's where he's saying Paul's saying in him, you live and move and have your existence. If that's true for a lost person and those philosophers on uh, in Athens, Greece were then it, how much more true is it for a believer that in him you live and move and have your being? Well, that's how he's saying how much more then if the blood of animals kind of gets to you, and it should, we don't do that anymore, so we don't know that. But back then, they would have. They would have looked at the blood of the lambs that were slaughtered as being extremely important. Without doing that, they had no forgiveness. So he's saying then when Christ comes and has already given himself for you, how much more should that purge your conscience? To put it simply, and it kind of, kind of painful, but tell me what sin, unforgiveness, how could you stand in front of him at the cross, be put back in that moment of time and see him die, and, and he looks at you and said, love each other like I've loved you. Uh, well, uh, no, I was, sorry, uh, and turn to your fellow believer, I still can't love you. Uh, I love him, but I, no, you wouldn't, you couldn't, no more than you could uh, start cursing or, or 
look at something wrong or, or steal from somebody or lie you with right in front of him uh, no i've thought about that and and no you wouldn't no i wouldn't no nobody would so that's what he's saying set your heart and mind on things at the right hand of god where christ sits the he means set your heart and mind on him and what he has done for you what he gave everything he was broken down to he died he said i died for you and to purge our conscience we die to the old man but the way to do it is by turning on the light and by faith you take that step and it can be done it really can be that's what he's saying here think about what he did he gave his life for you before you say well i can't give my life for him i can't let go of that unforgiveness that's what i hold it on to that makes it fair you don't love me i don't love you i've been down that road until he convicted me one day one hour one minute of one is that how wrong that is and it's even wrong on top or wrong for me to think there's nothing i can do about it and he showed me in just a moment there because of oh yeah i did i made that choice and i realized <laughs> then you realize you can and you've been i was asleep for so long you're anyway it looks like that well it's more than looks like the time is kind of past uh but just just uh consider what he did for us and it'll make it easier to do what he asked us to do is just abide in him and be who we are in him and die to the old man by being who we are it's not what we do or say it's who we are and it's really something to think about and the writer of hebrews is saying think about what he did for you that should that should purge your conscience that should set it straight in you and you would serve then the living god with your heart right not serving with works in your heart now be right those are dead works but those works could be of love of the heart and that serve the living god because that is the new testament him living in us it's so profound obviously um just trying to understand thank you for listening